0: I keep reading rumors that Chris's mom died. Oh, let's check the quickie. Oh no, I (laughs) forgot, there's a counter. The Barb death counter. There's a Barb death counter.
1: Barb has died a lot. Okay, that's
0: good. good. That makes me feel better. Um, While Sriracha is looking up the Barb death counter, some Srirachas told me is that Russell Greer, the awful, awful man who seems to finally be facing consequences for... Cyber-stalking innocent random women.
1: Yeah, uh, Barb is not dead. We last heard from her 66 days ago. (laughs)
0: That's a long time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's over two months.
0: (laughs) Okay, but anyway, you were saying you were... So give us a Greer. Give us a Greer
1: Um, Russell Greer has been charged. Here is my understanding. I don't really understand the legal shit. I'm not fucking Nick Ricada. But... Uh, As far as my understanding goes, here is what happened. Okay. Russell has been relentlessly cyber-stalking some local girl who made the mistake of uh, interacting with him, uh, who has a boyfriend named Chad, funniest part of the entire thing. So um, he gets charged with electronic communications harassment. Okay. And he pleads no contest. And the girl that he was harassing says okay we'll accept this plea if there is an element of treatment to this meaning like he has to go to court-ordered therapy and he was like "Now mm, yeah, i'll take i'll roll the dice with a jury trial so now they're requesting a jury trial which may or may not come to light because of covid and oh my god somebody recorded i wasn't able to make it into the uh Livestream because this court is doing like Zoom. Right. Zoom. <laughs> like it's hearings on Zoom now. Fantastic. Best development ever. <laughs> um, One of the
0: only good things to come out of the pandemic is that we can all sit in the courtroom. We can all sit in on Frankenstein's trial.
1: Yeah, somebody uh, illegally recorded it. The judge was like, uh, I see that uh, many people who are not on the docket today have entered the uh, virtual stream, uh, I would just like to remind you all, especially user Joe Mama, (laughs) that you are legally required to use your real name. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you go on, you don't need to like Verify yourself. You just enter a name and an email address, and it lets you in.
0: So how many people are using porkchatteraprotimel.com? I'm guessing everyone there?
1: Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and the faces that the lawyer makes are truly incredible. If you haven't seen the gif of him just sighing and glaring at Russell over and over again, it's it's magical. It's like, that is the face of the man who regrets <laughs> Every life decision that has led him here.
0: Now, is this Russell's lawyer or the lawyer for the person that Russell is allegedly harassing?
1: No, Russell's lawyer. Russell has a lawyer? He does. Uh, My theory right now, it's just funny because he's never... He only gets a lawyer when he's in big boy trouble. Yeah. Like, uh, when he sues Taylor Swift, he does that all on his own, but uh, when he... He did a big oof in high school His parents bought him a lawyer And I assume the parents also bought him this lawyer Because he's a janitor at Walmart I don't know how he would independently be able to afford that
0: No, no, understandable Yikes, oh my I was really hoping that he was rep- that he was representing himself
1: You and me both, buddy
0: <laughs> oh, All right, well, we will keep you updated On Frankenstein's trial As it develops if We find out if Barb is alive We will let you know you Ready to start the show? Absolutely Everyone of the loudest podcast.
1: Welcome back to your favorite parasocial relationship. I'm your friend, Saranja.
0: The loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Stereo Coconuts. Um, we have taken, a week has gone by since our epic takedown of WAP, the WAP video. WAP. WAP. Suraj is looking at me like, she's like, where are you going with this coconuts? (laughs) Um, and we went for a walk the other night to get some exercise and we both turned to each other and at the same time said... We both kind of like WAP now.
1: I do kind of, it's catchy. It's it's like listening to K-pop. You don't really get caught up in the fact that you don't understand what's being said. It's catchy.
0: Yeah, it's, it is catchy. It's kind of been stuck in my head all week. Like at first I heard it and I was like, oh, disgusting. And then I heard Ben Shapiro making fun of it, <laughs> which immediately gave me sympathy for it.
1: This wet ass P word, P word being female genitalia.
0: <laughs> oh my God, and by the way, Everyone's like, "Wow, we really owned, uh, we really owned fucking alt right, Dennis the Menace. We really owned uh, uh, Ben Shapiro by putting all his lyrics to the wet ass pussy song." It's like, yeah, do you really not think he knew that was coming? Do you really not? There's a reason he read the lyrics with no background noise. <laughs> Exactly on beat to the song. (laughs) And the reason was he wanted you to take his lyrics and put them to the song of the summer. Congratulations! You all played yourselves. You all fell into like a four foot eight man's trap. We, and those traps are
1: tiny. We gotta stop with these memeing these people. It, it happened with Gun Girl and now it's happened with Ben. We gotta stop memeing these people into lucrative careers as internets.
0: Yes! Exa- he's gonna be on Ellen tomorrow d-
1: doing his chaste version of the wet ass P-word song. Probably. Apparently Ellen's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Have you been keeping up with that? Oh,
0: yeah, I'm amazed it's taken this long because like, I used to, you know, I was in, I did stand-up for like 10 years in Los Angeles. So we all kind of knew everything. We knew Neil Patrick Harris was gay. We knew Bill Cosby was a sex offender and we knew Ellen was a bitch.
1: Okay, exactly one of those things are okay, but all right. Well,
0: okay. I'm not saying, and we were huge fans of all of these things. I'm just saying like, It takes, like, 15 years for the world to find out what everyone in Los Angeles already knows. Which is, like, Ellen is awful. You're not allowed to make direct eye contact with Ellen. Ellen's mean to all her writers. Like, um, famously, during the writer's strike, Ellen took, like, one day off before she, like, got right back on the air. Like, she was, like, one day off in solidarity for her writers. When Ellen adopted a dog, and then the dog adoption people took the dog back she cried about it on air for two weeks
1: why did they take the dog back
0: apparently it was some kind of special needs dog and Ellen didn't follow like the regulations as to how to take care of this dog And so the special needs people were like, yeah, we don't care that you're Ellen DeGeneres. We don't care that you had a bunch of hilarious phone call bits in the 90s. We don't care about your whole thing where you talked about how reclining your seat just a little bit was the difference between live, die. It was great in the 90s, but now give us our dog back.
1: Yeah, uh, you made lesbianism a little more appealing for soccer moms in the Midwest, but now you don't do anything except be a bitch, so give us your fucking dog back. I heard a U- similar story about a YouTuber and a disabled, but that was a kid that they gave back.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, what? Can you tell me this story? <laughs> no,
1: you know it. I'm referencing the the family that returned their autistic child.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I did a little bit of digging on that. So this is like 10 episodes. 10 episodes ago, we talked about a... um. An influencer who, quote, returned <laughs> their autistic Chinese son. Yeah. Um, apparently, there are two ways to uh, – apparently, there's, there's, like, two ways you can return a kid. One, you, like, you return them to the state, and, and it takes forever. You get a lawyer. They get a lawyer. It costs a lot of money. It's a big hassle. But there are a bunch of states where you can just transfer custody – of a non-citizen adoptee child with like a one-page handwritten contract. You just give your kid to a stranger. Give them
1: to who? The state? Or do you have to have no. somebody in mind? You have to
0: have somebody in mind. And then they they sign it and they're like, we'll take custody of this kid. And that's it. And so apparently, <laughs> like whoever this influencer is that lost all their deals, just like found someone. And they just they just both signed on the back of a Denny's napkin. And in a bunch of states, That's totally legal.
1: Yeah, just put him, I thought you could just put him in a basket, leave him at a fire station. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just put him in a
0: basket, send him down the river. Yeah, it's, uh, goddamn. but anyway, yeah, we don't like Ellen either. How did we get here? How did we get to Ellen?
1: I don't know. This has been a twisting, turning tale.
0: Okay, well, look, we like the wet-ass pussy song now. Yeah, we like the wet-ass pussy pussy song. song. Okay, (laughs) now I'm going to pull up the song, and we're going to go through it. And I'm going to talk about the things I like and the things I don't like. There's still some, I still have some problems with it, but generally speaking, here's what I realized. You don't go see a John Waters movie and watch famed drag queen Divine eat a piece of shit and go, oh my God, this is so gross. This is so disgusting. It's like, you knew you were going to a John Waters movie. You You don't walk into the Rocky Horror Picture Show at Midnight and go, why is everyone throwing toilet paper? Why are they putting lipstick on their forehead? It's like, it's camp, it's camp, it's intentionally out there. And for me to like fall into that trap of like, ew, you're gross. That just makes me the whitest kid I know.
1: I still think it's gross. I just think it's gross with a good beat.
0: All right, let's listen to the song.
1: Do we have to? (laughs)
0: All right, let's listen to some of these lyrics. I still don't like this part. I, it's, it's not, I still don't think it's nice.
1: I don't think Ben <laughs> Shapiro likes this part either. <laughs>
2: Seven days a week, wet ass pussy. Make that pullout gang <gasps> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, Is this just the theme pussy. of the song now, <laughs> <laughs> or the podcast? <laughs> the theme song. <laughs> I'm pausing it here.
0: Okay. If there were hoes in my house, I think I would say that phrase a little differently. I'd be like, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Like, hey, everybody, there's some hoes in this house. I don't see why this guy's making it sound so, uh, you know, awful.
1: I have many prostitutes in my property.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Every, come on over. We got some hoes. I got a DVR with a bunch of Star Trek: The Next Generation on it. I got an air popper. Less calories. Let's have a nice Saturday. <laughs> um, I I do like how Cardi B is making this pussy sound like the final boss in a video game. How she's just like pull up game week. Like you're gonna need a bucket and a mop, like you like now you're fucking with some wet ass puss. like it's like other pussy doesn't compare.
1: I still think it's gross. I don't like it. I don't like it, it's too wet. Alright,
0: well let's keep going, cause you're not gonna like how much grosser it
1: gets. Yeah, I'm that I listened to it.
2: <laughs> P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top if I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P-word is wet. Come take a dive.
0: Okay, wait, pause. I guess I don't like the spit in my mouth part.
1: You don't like a lot of this. I don't
0: like ha- half of this song I don't like, but d- half of it I do enjoy.
1: It's 10 a.m., man. <laughs> Why are you making me listen to this at 10 in the morning?
0: All right, let's keep listening.
2: Like I'm surprised, that's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. I that's clean. a Make
0: funny line.
1: It's not funny. It's gross. Clean, Park that feel. Big Mac I truck right in my little, little, garage, me, and little cute. It's cute. It's funny and gross, trip. but it's, of it's of definitely not place. cute. Never tell him
2: where I'm about to be. a <laughs> Run down on him before I have a nigga running me. Talk, talk your shit. Talk. Bite <laughs> your lip. Yeah. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. Why you, you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind before he Now get your boots. hang your coat. Fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Paid my tuition just to kiss me. We're here. think about all the
0: think about all the income this pussy is generating he bought he bought like a new phone just so we could take pictures of the pussy later you know i i believe we find out that like you know uh you paid her tuition just to get on it make it rain if you want to see get your boot and your coat get your boots and your coat for this wet ass pussy meaning like Dress up all nice. You, you're gonna have to go to. You're gonna. You're gonna have to go to Men's Warehouse and get all
1: suited up nice for this pussy. Do you think that's what that means? She means like rain boots.
0: I don't think that's because, what she means.
1: Uh, so you appreciate this pussy from like an anarcho-capitalist perspective? You like how it generates income with men I just <laughs> think it's neat that this pussy is a job creator. With OnlyFans.com, your pussy can be a job creator. Today's sponsorship is from OnlyFans.com. I saw some bitch on... (laughs) I saw some bitch on Twitter. She started an OnlyFans, and she's like, just letting you guys know, this OnlyFans is not sexual stuff. It's for my skincare business. Like, how fucking pissed off would you be? And this girl has, like, not an insignificant amount of followers, like 50,000 followers. How fucking pissed off would you be if this... Thought on the internet you're constantly masturbating to is it like, I got an OnlyFans and you pay $20. It's like, here's what I use to keep my forearms nice and smooth.
0: <laughs> I think that's particularly clever. I like that. Because she's like,
1: I meant that only my fans
0: could have access to my secret skincare regimen. I'm sorry if you thought that OnlyFans meant something else. It's like... Good for that lady. Good for her. Rook all the perverts you can, ladies. It's a tough world out there.
1: A bunch of guys are starting ironic OnlyFans now. It's like, how fucking deep in this shit are we that we have? It's irony. What what do they call that? Meta-irony where you can't tell if it's irony or not anymore?
0: I like that. I like that there's all sorts of like, flannel-wearing flannel, uh, flannel wearing glasses, beardos on OnlyFans trying to normalize nudes. Because the more of these dudes who normalize nudes, the more nudes we get as a culture. It's like, if it's cool for everyone to show their nudes, then we get to see everyone's nudes. Name
1: any celebrity. James Franco. <laughs>
0: Imagine, you could get your... If anyone's going to be on OnlyFans, it's going to be James Franco doing an exclusive set where he's making out with his brother David Franco. Or he's
1: like masturbating and talking about the government to make some kind of incoherent artistic point.
0: Yeah, and then we pull back and we see that he's recording that into a camera for his NYU class. And
1: it's in front of a mirror because aren't you the real OnlyFans? Oh
0: my god. (laughs) Zip, I'm
1: telling you, we can make your dreams come true. We can make your dreams come true with onlyfans.com.
2: Look, I need a hard I need a deep stroke, I need a drink, I need a not a I need a king cobra. She's telling us, you know, people are always
0: like, oh, I don't know what women want. I don't know what women want. He's, she's telling you I oh, honey drinker, weed smoker, king cobra, heart
1: poke. It's like Thank, Thank you. you. I to she wants a, mother- a thing d- thing that's de-hydrated motherfucker. Dehydrated motherfucker. <laughs> <is firing laughs> that's and what I she likes. y'all
2: running that thana like the cuz behind me. I his mic and I you heat me- Your <laughs> honor, I'm a freak bitch. Handcuffs leash Switch my wig, make him feel like a cheat ten. Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eat you. If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. I can make you buzz before I ever meet you. If it don't hang, then he can't <laughs> bang.
1: Can't hurt
0: he my that is a question you've asked me a lot.
1: Yeah, you think both like
0: on and off the air.
1: Eating butt is a new phenomenon, or like, do you think it's been around for like decades? Like, if you go back deep enough into ancient Egyptian art, art, artistic archives, you could find the pharaoh eating butt.
0: I bet there's like one page of the Kama Sutra that's all about eating butt. I think we're just the first generation to talk about it because we think it's funny. We we're do like, think it is funny. We're <laughs> like, ha-ha, we're talking about eating ass, ha-ha. So we're, we're talking about this ironically. This isn't ha-ha, uh, something we actually do when <laughs> we
1: Hmm? I can't imagine why we're all dying from a pandemic. Gladly, <laughs> we won't wear masks. We'll gladly lick each other's oh. anuses. Oh
0: my god! All right, I'm gonna just listen to just a little bit more of this song.
2: Fuck me and ask who's is it? when I ride the dick. I'ma spell my
0: name. Ah. All right, there we go. Let's pause it right here. When I ride the dick, I'm gonna spell my name. I think that's a fun lyric. Am I alone in this?
1: Yeah, that's a fun
0: lyric. I'll agree with you on
1: that. That's this one. a fun one because
0: because something I like about a lot of these lyrics, like Punani Dasani. Do you hear when when Car- Cardiff B said that?
1: It see that makes me imagine that she's putting her pussy like she's masturbating with a water bottle mm-hmm. and then like squeezing it. So, you know what douching is? No, I mean, a douching is when you take. A device, and you flush out your puss with water.
0: Do you do that like every morning?
1: You're not supposed to do that ever, but people used to in like the 50s. Wait
0: a minute, you're not supposed to do it, but but the phrase douche is like a thing!
1: Yeah, that's what a douche bag is. It's (laughs) the little container that you put it after you've cleaned out your vaginal cavity. And you throw it in the garbage. You should
0: be, everyone should be doing this every morning. And boys should be doing it to their butts. Am I wrong to say that? I mean,
1: you should definitely be cleaning your ass. But no, it causes infections, bro. Because there's like good bacteria in there. And when you fuck it up with too much water, then your pH balance gets all fucky.
0: Okay. There was a series of commercials when I was young for douche bags. Where where it was like a mom talking to her daughter. The mom would be like, have you ever had that not so fresh feeling? And the mom's like, yeah, all the fucking time, my pussy stinks. (laughs) That's why I use this thing called Summer's Eve. It's mommy's little secret.
1: Yeah, that was a big thing. Back in the 90s and the early 2000s was like making your pussy not smell like a pussy for some reason. Mm. Like you, the douches, those wipes. If there are any women listening to this, don't do that. Don't do that ever. You're going to just irritate the. It's very, he got very sensitive skin down there. If you're a man, shove whatever you want in your pee hole. But I'm telling women, you got good bacteria down there and you can't fuck with it.
0: See, I was taught that in school, like in health class. Like my health teacher was like, there are these things called douchebags, don't use them. And I was like, got it. Don't learn about them then. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this knowledge will only hurt you. It's like when I meet someone from the internet and they try to tell me their real name. And I go, please don't. I'll accidentally say it. Please don't tell me your real name. Um, okay. So can we both agree that this wet ass pussy song is a certified
1: banger? It's a certified USDA grade banger. <laughs>
0: I like this song. I, I I can't get it out of my head. I'm walking around going like a stereos, coconos, wet ass pussy. I would love to see a wet ass pussy. Like I, I I'm just I'm it's got a spring in my step. And a song in my heart with this wet ass pussy. I'm having a good time with this song. I uh,
1: personally, I prefer dry ass p word.
0: <laughs> oh, we're, we're back on on, on tiny boy. <laughs> Did you
1: see how he's like my doctor wife diagnoses her with? He says my doctor wife, right. or my wife who is a doctor. Right. My doctor wife diagnoses her with bacterial vaginosis. It's like no veg periods It's called being aroused. <laughs> it's okay. not a sin.
0: Okay. If I did have one note for the wet ass pussy song because you actually rate you you raised a pretty good point if I did have one note for the song, it's that a pussy being wet, I don't know that that's something to brag about because that's those are like the table stakes of sex, like if your pussy isn't wet we then we really can't have sex i Wonder if there were an earlier version of the song about the tightness of the pussy that might m- kind of just make more sense. Because it's like, you know, you can have a loose pussy or a tight pussy and still have sex. But, like,
1: if the if the pussy's dry, that sex ain't going to fly. I mean, I guess she's blagging, bragging about not needing lubricant, question mark. <laughs> but, but if
0: there's enough foreplay, then of course not. You know what I mean? It's like... You
1: yeah yes you gotta get the pussy wet before you can have the sex. It's like yeah we we know. She's saying she doesn't need to read yaoi fan fiction before she bangs.
0: And we'll be right back after this.
1: <laughs> da, 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 da. With more of the loudest
0: podcast. <laughs> welcome back to the loudest podcast and welcome back to our fan favorite segment, the Crunch Bunch. Saranja <laughs> gets
1: tortured by sugar cereal.
0: Oh no. I have to... Someone else goes out and buys me a snack. Oh, heavens. Oh, poor Sriracha has to eat a snack. It's a tough life for me. This week, it's Crave Cereal time. And I didn't get that pussy-ass, dry-ass, regular Crave. Dry-ass pussy. I got the wet-ass, double-chocolate Crave-ass pussy.
1: I'm ready to Crave.
0: It's got chocolate pieces with chocolate in the middle. Now, I've never... Ever had crave before, but I've been hearing a lot about it. Um, the, ser- the box says, now with more real chocolate, which is great. That- that's always a winner. Um, our best in every bite, it's got, it's ingredients. Chocolate flavored filling is ingredient number one.
1: Oh, Christ almighty. You,
0: you know you're in for a good
1: time. Wait, not even water? Chocolate <laughs> filling is first?
0: Ingredients, chocolate flavored filling. Now they do point out that the chocolate flavor filling is made up of sugar, soybean oil, whey, cocoa processed with alkali, chocolate, soy lectin, palm oil, vanilla extract, but it's number one baby with a bullet. Oh God almighty. Sugar is also the second ingredient. So the sugar in the frosting is ingredient one of one, ingredient two, sugar.
1: (laughs) The only ingredient is sugar.
0: I know, I'm so excited. It's a Kellogg cereal, so you know it means quality. Crispy shell outside Smooth chocolate inside Cereal with a chocolate-flavored center What do you know about Crave?
1: Uh, exactly what you've told me right now Okay I didn't even spell it right Because let me tell you First of all, guys Real proud of you in the voicemails This week we had some great goddamn voicemails And I didn't even spell the word Crave correctly When I was giving them funny little names okay. So I know absolutely nothing about this All
0: right well, the K in Crave is supposed to be linked to the K in Kellogg's. Like, this is a whole new unit of mass, of, of extant mass that Kellogg's has made. The Crave. This is a Crave. You eat a bowl of Craves. A frosted flake, we know what that is. A corn flake, we know what that is. We know what a lucky charm is. We know what a trick is. It's an individual unit of tricks. Couple like ten years ago, they were like, "We got a whole new thing for the Zoomers. It's called Crave with K,
1: like Kellogg's." Radical, bro. All right, here we go. I'm
0: gonna pour. I've never had it before. I'm so excited. Wow, you
1: violently opened that bag. (laughs) Just a little bit, please. You got it. I have diabetes. That is too much.
0: All right, now before you fry it, walk. Describe the shape.
1: Walk people through the smell. Well, it does smell like chocolate. smells a lot like chocolate. It smells like raw cacao. Um, They look like little hamster shits. Have you ever seen a hamster go to the bathroom? Yeah, they look like little hamster dumps, but they don't smell like them. No, they don't. This smells like
0: fancy chocolate that you'd get at one of those stores that has a European chocolate section.
1: Yeah, it does. It doesn't smell like vomit like Hershey's chocolate does.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't smell like, like, the, like Cocoa Puffs chocolate. This, is, this does not smell like that. It smells really good. Are you ready to try it? Yes. All right. Three, two, one. It's fine.
1: Had some dry ass pussy. Yeah, I was hoping my I, mouth. I, I had such high expectations. May film, I just got a bad bite.
0: All right, hold on. Let me, let me try again. It smells really good. You know what the problem is? This is going to sound too obvious. There's too much of this outer crunch layer, and there's not enough chocolate frosting. Yeah,
1: I was hoping because the box makes it look like this is going to be just me eating icing. Yes. A thin layer of crunch, but there's a lot of crunch, and there's not enough icing.
0: All right, I'm going to see what happens when I milk this up. Maybe that'll help, like, release the icing and turn this into just, like, an icing drink.
1: <laughs> we out of milk?
0: No, we have, a, we have a whole other carton.
1: Oh, okay. I think that's enough. Yeah. All right, I'm going to let it saturate for a minute.
0: Yeah, let me mix this up. All right, give it a shot. That's better, but it's still not enough icing.
1: Yeah, disappointed. Yeah. There's a guy in the voicemail today that is gonna be very disappointed with your opinion.
0: Oh, it did did like a did like a Crave
1: enthusiast call in? Yes, uh-huh. Oh yeah. While we're here, the guy who keeps texting the voicemail number, it's not how this works. You gotta call <laughs> in You got to leave a voicemail. Now, I noticed you got close because you called in to leave a voicemail saying that we did not read your text messages. Then you read your phone number, your real phone number, (laughs) into the voicemail. So no, try taking the text that you're sending to us. You pick up the phone, you dial the number, and then you say that text into the phone.
0: Or you can email the contents of the text to the loudestpodcast at gmail.com. We do take letters. We do take voicemails. We don't take texts. We're sorry. We don't.
1: Do not read your real government phone number <laughs> over a podcast <laughs> voicemail again. You are lucky. I'm a benevolent god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Sriracha. Okay. With the milk really in there, now I'm having like a bite of milk or two in. Really milking this thing up does make it taste better.
1: Yeah, but only marginally. All right.
0: Okay. Well, that was a bust. The only good share we have tried on the
1: Crunch Sponge has been Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, what do we rate this? We've been giving them number ratings.
0: Five out of ten. It's not terrible. It has chocolate, which I like. It just doesn't have enough chocolate. If, the, if there was... Because the little bit of frosting I can taste does taste good. That's the problem is it makes me want more of it. Something like cookie crisp it's like, I don't want any more of it. A whole bowl or a little mug like it all tastes like crap. Problem with Crave is you can taste the potential in every bite.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a 4.5 because I've eaten like three bites of it and I already don't feel well.
0: <laughs> I don't feel good either, I'll be honest. And I can't stop eating it because oh. my body is now addicted to finding what little frosting it can. Kind of like a guy who... Vacuums up their carpet, opens up the bag, and snorts what's inside because maybe they dropped some cocaine in there.
1: Which way, modern man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be right back after this with more of The Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Loudest Podcast, we had some fantastic voicemails this week.
0: I know. I'm very much looking forward to them. I love the funny little names you gave. All
1: of them call me an idiot. Call, I'm ready. I'm ready to fight every single one of you.
0: Well, that's not nice. Okay. Well, this one seems super relevant. Uh, you've. I see you've titled this one quote: "Fighting for Crave cereal in Afghanistan."
1: Yeah. Let's go.
0: Hi, cereal. Hi, sriracha. So first of all, let me
3: go ahead and start this by saying Sriracha fucking high out of her mind. Cereal is not only an American staple, but it's great. It fattens you up, makes you feel happy, full of sugar, (laughs) and you can generally take a nap after it. So, Sriracha, you're fucking wrong. Secondly, Crave is an American staple. Let me tell you something about Crave. It's pretty much the most fought after and sought after cereal in the military. So when you deploy to Iraq or Afghanistan, you get these <laughs> boxes of cereal, just giant boxes of like individual cups, and crave gets rat fucked out of there so quick. Anyone that has rank on their chest gets to go into the box first and we take all the crave. Every single <laughs> one of it, we <laughs> in our rooms or our fucking tent, and it doesn't get shared with anyone. I've actually seen people get into fist fights over crave. It's delicious cereal, it tastes great with any type of milk you put in, and Sriracha's fucking high. So, normally I wouldn't agree with your boomer ass hysteria, but you're pretty pretty on the nose with this one. Y'all yeah. have a great day, Sriracha. Learn to shut the fuck up.
0: Shit! <laughs> wow, you got read your rights by the military! No,
1: you learn to shut the fuck up. Crave, isn't this the most American imperialist thing you could think of? Oh, it makes you fat, and it's full of sugar, so it's good. What the fuck? If you haven't been snorting gunpowder out of this sand... <laughs> for years Maybe you wouldn't have Zap fried your taste buds You know what else Is full of fat And tastes good Just a stick of butter <laughs> What else <laughs> Wouldn't qualify that As an American classic Fuck you Your cereal's trash You are fighting a war For nothing <laughs> oh my God.
0: Well look I will say this I, yeah, I just tried Craven It's pretty it, It's just okay I think if I think if there were I think if there was cinnamon toast crunch or maybe even frosted flakes I might fight a little harder for those. Yeah, they're not as like fancy but they're more reliable. I feel sick. I like I ate all that crave. I feel like a stabbing pain in my shoulder. This is not good. This is not a normal way to feel after you've eaten cereal.
1: Yeah, this is not a joke. This is not a meme. My stomach hurts. <laughs> yeah, my
0: stomach hurts too. All right. This next uh, voicemail is called Defending
1: My Kitchen, Wifeoos? Oh, yeah. This is another great one. All right.
0: Hey,
4: Stereos. Hey, Sriracha. This is Prep Boy Rick calling in. Hey, Prep, We're prep Boy. your episode. You. It, a thought occurred to me. Uh, I've worked in kitchens for eight years in accounts in higher education across the Pacific Northwest. And I've been a dishwasher, I've been a line cook, I'm a sous chef. I have only experienced one person who ever was high at work and they stopped that two days in because of how fucking hard the job is. So I don't know if it's just like a fast food thing, but or maybe it's like a shitty kitchen thing. I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that this giant myth of, Oh, a bunch of degenerates work in the fucking food service industry is mostly true, but it's not always the case. All right. I just wanted to, Clear that up. <laughs> anyway, uh, take care of both of you. Hope you both have a great time or whatever thingy. I don't know how to end voicemails.
0: Goodbye. Look, well, first off, thank you for your call Thank you for listening to our show And thank you for caring about it Second, oh, listen to me I don't work with drug addicts I work in fancy kitchens where there's no drug addicts
1: I mean, I would totally I I totally subscribe to what this guy's saying I've never worked at, like, a nice restaurant I worked at, like, Shmuffalo Schmildschmings And I can tell you, at Shmuffalo Schmildschmings The extent of cooking is putting something in a fryer or a microwave Which doesn't exactly require more than Two brain cells <laughs> So I would believe it I think if you go to like Hell's Kitchen Or one of Gordon Rams Or if you go to like Fucking what's it, what is it What's it called California Laundry Yeah That really expel, Like if you go to The Pacific Dining Car I believe that You will be served By people who are Not currently high But if you go to McDonald's Applebee's Chili's Any one of those Nobody Absolutely fucking Forget about
0: it <laughs> Yeah didn't you tell me Once that like You were working At a McDonald's And your coworker Got reamed out And you started crying
1: Oh, yeah, because I'm a sensitive little porglet. At one point, uh, when I was a teenager, I worked at McDonald's. And somebody came through the McDonald's drive-thru. And one of my best friends in high school was working there. And she was standing by the window. And I guess they got her order wrong. And the lady started just screaming at her at the top of her lungs. Like, you're a fucking piece of shit. Uh, If if this were my business, you'd be fired. I'm calling your manager, blah, blah, blah. And afterwards, I'm listening to her, like, really go into her. Like, you're stupid. You're never going to imagine out to anything and then afterwards i went over and i hugged her and i'm like it's not true you're not stupid she's just a fucking cunt and the the friend was so high she looks at me she's like "Saraja, i don't care i don't care i have no idea what was even just said to me (laughs) (laughs) i am so blasted off my ass i don't know what's going on i might as well be underwater right now
0: you all and Tereza, you also told me that you were reading uh, Reddit's famed subreddit r/slash Taco Bell.
1: Yeah, I got lost in r/slash Taco Bell the other week, and one of the top posts of all times is, I guess Taco Bell is getting rid of the dollar menu or something. And one of the top posts when I visited it was this guy like, you think you're upset for the menu change? I'm upset for the menu change. I'm going to get screamed at. (laughs) People are going to come in and demand we make things that we don't have, even though it's not our fault. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's true. One time I was working at a McDonald's and this guy, this drunk guy drove in the drive-in and he tried to hand me a package through the window like a box a box that what you would ship and he he tries handing it to me i'm like what's that your total is 349 and he says can you ship this for me and i say no He says, why not and i said because we serve food here (laughs) (laughs) this is not a ups holy shit (laughs) okay so
0: given all of this these are all very good reasons to be high at work. Like, the dollar menu's gone, and you're blaming just a guy named Jim in a Taco Bell but apron? Like, yeah, like it was his decision to remove the dollar menu. P- people are trying to ship boxes of sand to guys up in, the, up in Canada through the drive-thru window. People are screaming at 17-year-old girls. It's like... Yeah, you're gonna need to get baked.
1: Yeah, and I'm telling you, like I'm sure working in a fancy restaurant is good, but let pretty prep boy Rick go work in a Wendy's for thirty minutes sober. It's fucking hell, dude. Hey, it's <laughs> like, impossible. Try it.
0: It's impossible. It's impossible to be sober in a Wendy's Yeah, on either side of the counter. <laughs> All right, this next uh, voicemail is called YouTubers Getting Kidnapped, <laughs> and we're gonna play it in three, <laughs> two, one. Hey, it's J. Harrison
5: It's TJ from Oklahoma. Um, I just finished your uh, episode most uh, recent 1, and you were talking about mukbangs for a little bit. And that sparked a memory in me, so
0: that would make uh, a stereo squirm. And we all know how we love that. All right, I'm pausing this. All right, you're 25 seconds in. Get to the point, TJ. Get to... No, hold on. Thank you so much for being a listener, and thank you for leaving us a voicemail.
1: You long-winded moron! It's it's, it's,
0: it's it's really nice you to support us. However, we're twenty-five seconds in. I see your voicemail is a minute and twenty-five seconds. <laughs> Get to the point. Speed things up. <laughs> and Zwick, we're at we're at zero mark two five, and we're hitting play again in three, two, one.
5: So I wanted to ask you guys, uh, Sratcha, uh, specifically. If you have ever heard of this uh, YouTuber named Kate Yupp, uh, she's a mukbang YouTuber. Yup. Doing nothing so yeah, have you heard that. of her? Oh, yeah. But the most, but most interesting about her is that she might possibly maybe be often kidnapped to forced to make mukbang videos. What? So that? fact, well, um, I believe Wang... Or Nightmare Expo have a video explaining her, but yeah, that's her old deal. Oh God, this is maybe there's no evidence suggesting that she has been. Although there's no evidence suggesting that she has been. How could you so You can't prove a, a negative. negative. You can't and prove that somebody that hasn't been kidnapped.
0: Show, <laughs> How would
1: you? And hey, maybe uh, I'm my
0: kidnapped.
1: Oh, wait. Oh,
0: hey, he says uh, he gives us $5 later, a month. Whoa. Whoa! whoa. Oh, whoa. Hey, please. My hey. friend. <laughs> My buddy. Hey, buddy. Thank you for supporting us. You take as long as you want, superstar. I've got all day for you. Wink.
1: Uh, Kate Yup is this mook bonger who a lot of people believed that she was um, kidnapped or somehow in some kind of abusive situation because... At one point, all of these bruises start appearing all over her arms and she is skinny. She is like bone, Eugenia Cooney skinny. And you could see like the bones in her arms. And she put out this one video where she, uh, starts tapping randomly on the bowl. And th- when some, some super level, uh, interested party, Mm -hmm. deciphered it into Morse code, and it said, like, help me, I need help. Yeah, right.
0: I don't buy this for a second. And
1: then, and no, there are are other breadcrumbs. Okay. And and then, so, have you ever watched a mukbang before?
0: Yes, unfortunately. I mean, I'm I'm aware of the concept. So You sit with a stranger and they eat, right?
1: Yeah, but sometimes they talk and sometimes they don't. Kate doesn't talk. But at the bottom of one of her videos, she has... This text, it says, it's so succulent and yummy. And then the capital S and then a big line of O's and then a capital O and then succulent is <laughs> capitalized again. But then she put this comment on her. This is the most bizarre part to me is she pinned this comment when everybody is speculating like, well, she need help, blah, blah, blah. Her account pins this comment. Uh, she doesn't need any help. That's not how Morse Claude works. She's like written like, from a third person perspective.
0: Is it possible that this YouTuber is just playing into this?
1: Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah, okay,
0: there you go. This is like when everyone said the Beatles died and the Beatles were like, they think we're dead. Let's play into this for marketing purposes. Mm. Going be, going be, goo. And they started putting like Paul is dead in backwards things and they took one of their shoes off while they were crossing a thing such it sounds like PR 101. Unless, of course, this girl is kidnapped, in which case, boy, is this going to sound bad that I said
1: all Oh, this. man, we're going to get canceled. Ah! When they find her body in a river, we're going to get canceled.
0: This next voicemail is called Serial Power Struggle. Hey, please keep the serial
4: segment. I you really it. think it's a valuable uh, topic. It's hard hitting, it's mm-hmm. something you don't normally think about, and, you know, it's practical. That's right. Like it, I always wanted to know the best kinds of cereal, but I, I don't know how to get back into it, and this is a great help. Yes it is! So I'll be lowering my uh, Patreon from 15 to I really want to keep stereos, you know, in control of the show, so please keep it that way. Um, thank you. I love you. I love, <laughs> I love you too, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
1: whoever you
0: are. Uh, yeah. Crunch Bunch is cancelled! That's it for the Crunch Bunch. This was the series finale of Crunch Bunch. See
1: what you get when you try to f- silence women?
0: Okay, so what you're telling me is I need to try harder to silence women. Yes. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Well, oh, we'll
0: see how I can do. I'll come up with something.
1: Yeah, you know What? Crave was
0: the thing that I was really looking for. I was building to Crave. The fact that Crave is not that good, it really puts the Crunch Bunch in perspective for me. We're going to bring the Crunch Bunch back when I find a really good cereal to crunch with. Like, we're not just going to do, like, honey grams, oh, sugar smacks. Like, we're not just going to try every cereal. It's about special cereals for special times.
1: Like Minion's vanilla vibe. That
0: was great. It took me seven stores to find it, but it was great. <laughs> and our last voicemail, Zach has diabetes. Hey, my name's Zach, and I have diabetes.
4: Uh, <laughs> I need you to solve my problem. My mom wants to divorce my dad, and mm-hmm. she's trying to sue him for absolutely everything he has when it's completely her fucking
0: fault. So, yeah, solve my problem, please. Thanks. Oh, Okay. Okay, so you brought up the diabetes, then then you pivoted to the mom. You said, my mom's trying to sue my dad for everything, even though everything's her fault. Is he trying to say that it's his mom's fault that he has diabetes?
1: I mean, from a certain perspective, you could probably say that. Like, this guy sounds relatively young. What type of diabetes? Because if it's type 1 diabetes, then definitely it's his mom's fault that he has diabetes. Yeah, Second, even if he is type 2, like he's gotten it later in life, uh, probably his mom feeding him not vegetables (laughs) contributed Mm -hmm. to that.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you want to make sure that your mom doesn't get all your dad's money, find a way to pin the diabetes. And you know what? Just go in there. The the nice thing about the legal system is that you are allowed to like walk in with like 20 arguments. And if if even one of them sticks.
1: Yeah, just fling shit at the walls. (laughs) Yeah, just keep throwing
0: stuff at the walls. And if one of these (laughs) things sticks, uh, you'll be fine. Um, Yikes, though. Okay. See, all right. Let's pretend that the diabetes and the divorce thing aren't connected. You know, whether your mom or your dad ends up with more money is sort of irrelevant what you, what we need to make sure of is that you end up with a lot of money. So what you need to do is start playing them against each other for gift cards and high priced electronics that you can turn around on eBay.
1: You need to convince your dad to dump all of his money into a trust for you. Yes, because if he does, because if it's in your name, then, then the mom can't get it. Right, then that your his bitch ass ex wife is gonna get all his money unless he gives it to a neutral third party. You, Zach, and. Then And and then run to your mom and be like,
0: mom, mom dad put all this money in a trust for me. Are you going to let that cheating bastard uh, get away with making you look like a wap? You're going to need to make an even bigger trust for me because I trust you more, mom.
1: Mom, dad is hiding assets. Do you want to get stuck paying alimony? If not, I have a simple solution. involves one trip to the bank or one phone call to your accountant. This is great. And then your mom and dad both have
0: zero money on on paper, you have all their money on paper, and you don't have to deal with these annoying like children anymore.
1: Yeah, then you fly off to the Cayman Islands and start a new life, yes, with all of your parents' money. This
0: is great, and hopefully, you know, you give a little bit of that don't worry me to patreon.com/slash the terrorist for giving you such great advice. Yeah, and we, great helped. we helped, yeah. Hey, I think that's it for this week's episode of the loudest podcast. Oh. One more thing, though. Sriracha, you got some birthday presents in the mail.
1: I did. Grab <laughs> Um, This is from, I believe, Cernopants. Right, Cerno Yeah, Pants? I,
0: I believe it was. I, I didn't look at the envelope.
1: Cernopants or Ass Blaster Chris. <laughs> Every one of you. It is. Uh, this is a cute little porg, and cute in the absolute loosest sense of the word. This is the ugliest motherfucking porg I have ever seen in my entire life. I've named him Kreutzfeldt Jakobs syndrome because he looks like his brain is melting. I call him Kreutzy for short. Um, he looks like a cross between a dog and an animal that has been chewed to death by a pit bull. And he's very ugly, and so I put him with the group of other ugly porgs that we have, but I love him just the same, even if he does have a degenerative brain disease. (laughs) Next, we got—I don't know who sent this to me, so please identify yourself uh, in my Twitter DMs. This is a blanket— and it's got three porgs on it, and it's gigantic, and it's woven, and I sleep with it every night.
0: Yeah, that is now, we now sleep with that on the bed, and I think we should hang it on the wall.
1: Maybe. I think,
0: well, look, it's your gift. You do whatever you want with it, but it's just, I think it would look really good on the wall. It's gigantic. It's this huge, ornate throw. It's got, is that three porgs? Yeah, it's got three porgs. It's three really porgs. fucking cute. I really, love, oh my god You look so cute on camera Um. Well hey, anyway That's it for this episode of The Loudest Podcast uh, If you want to leave a voicemail You can call 848-863-5343 Or you can email a voicemail To the loudestpodcast At gmail.com Thank you for your gifts And next week we will be honoring My birthday with a review Of six of the most important most critical episodes of family matters six in a segment i'm calling family casters a 38th birthday spectacular coming up next week i'm surprised and with this news on air we'll see you
1: next time bye